thank you for listening to Grown Eight Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grown Eight Geeks. Grown Eight Geeks proudly presents Gag All These Balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves. It may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grony Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we're going to break down what happened in NFL Week 9. Hint, folks, it was not kind to Brent. The NFL czar came out way ahead once again. He will be leading off our Week 10 predictions with a comfortable lead that we'll get into later. There'll be plenty of witty banter back and forth to fill in time as needed. Scan that QR code on the bottom right if you want to check out our Facebook page. Scan the QR code on the bottom left if you want to check out Facebook. Make sure to answer the questions, folks. We just want to get to know you, bet you in before you get on going, and be sure to check us out on anchor.fm slash geeks where you can just listen to it rather than look at us. And we come up on uh, apps such as Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or on my personal favorite, Spotify. Be sure to check out that app, folks. It is absolutely amazing. Without further ado, we'll get to your NFL czar snacking on his pretzels and the other guy, Brent. How are this we doing are the, this evening? Pretzels are the breakfast of the champion. That's why I'm eating them. It is like afternoon over there. I don't even know what. What it are you doing? O'clock. And this is your breakfast. This is this is how you want to do it on for breakfast. Oh, Brian. <sighs> so it begins. I feel like Lord of the Rings moment right now. I am standing on top of the wall, and it is starting to dump rain, folks. It is not doing good. I got the army of the orcs at my gates. You started off one and zero undefeated with your with your Thursday night win because Green Bay put their foot in San Francisco. They put their foot all the way in San Francisco. Well, Aaron Rodgers was a bad man. But I mean, if you lose Kittle and Garoppolo, and your running back still ain't right, it's to be expected at that point in time. I think it's safe to say that San Francisco is not making the playoffs. No, I feel like that's going to be one team for you that you predicted going in would not come out. So yeah. I mean, but they look good. The injury bug Everybody was there. Yeah, they look good when healthy, but the injury bug and the coronavirus on top of that just doomed this team. There was anytime you lose, I think they're what twelve people. They are at least double digits deep in injuries, coronavirus, and all that stuff. So it's it's bad. Uh, yeah, all that next man up stuff don't count when it's you down to your practice squad. I mean, yeah, because you're like you see your random dude at Walmart bagging your groceries, like, hey, you used to play in high school, right? <laughs> Like, yeah, th- that's what it's at. Just this week, so. And you're still getting paid but great then, for that week. But then, the, mo- the Sunday games rolled around. <sighs> that morning. Something mm. happened. That morning was, I think I was, do I have to say it or you want to say it for me? I think. I'll I say it. I can say it just because you will phrase it somehow worse than. I will. What's going on? I will. I did not win. A single morning game, folks. I let off picks last week if you were paying attention. I lost no first pick every <laughs> morning game. The <laughs> afternoon and night slate was better, but the it was still it way too late better. by then. It was it too late. <laughs> Eight and zero. That's how I you started the day. A pre four o'clock game. Which is messed up because you picked most of them. <laughs> I, so there's no one to blame but myself at this point, folks. So I mean, it, so, it's just. I mean, let's 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 talk about some of these since we got a look. Let's talk about the Seattle Buffalo game. What in nobody, the no, hell? Nobody saw, that. nobody saw that. You picked Seattle, which is the same thing. What I would have done, I would have picked Seattle all day over Buffalo. Yeah, Wilson is a safe pick over Josh Allen, but. Their secondary. It was like five to negative seventy. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" I guess the Legion of Boom is officially dead. They just don't have a defense. Jamal Adams was getting into it with Pete Carroll on the sidelines. That was the other takeaway from the game. There was a uh, some 
back and forth going on already with the guy just recently just acquired. Extended Pete Carroll, so Jamal, like, dude, he's going to be the coach. You might as well just learn to accept whatever he's saying. It's like, you want to go back to the Jets? I mean, I know he's got options, but if you keep burning bridges, eventually the NFL will be like, look, this guy doesn't know how to act. It ain't right. We're not going to deal if with this. you get on Pete Carroll's nerves, there's not a lot of coaches out there going to deal with you. Nah, because Carroll put up with Percy Harvin back in the day, and he was just a headache. Like, he was great at Florida, but, like, his concussions just ruined what his career Literally, could have been. he was a headache. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. But there was no business losing that game, but just because they like, can, not, they now, did. I could accept them losing maybe by 17 at the most. At the most. There was no way that their door should have been blown off. No, it was completely blown off his hinges, and then they literally ran inside, raided, took what they wanted, and left. Yeah, Russell like, Wilson is no longer my MVP pick. No. He has fallen off. Yeah. They weren't in the game at all, ever. Well, Wilson's thrown four picks in the last two weeks. That is four yeah. picks too many to stay at number one for the MVP now, race. Remember, remember what I said in the beginning. No preseason. So technically, the first four games of your year are preseason games. Feeling out your team, seeing what your squad strengths and weaknesses are. I think that the NFL has figured out how to play Seattle because they look bad their last couple of games. Their last three games, they look bad. Because all they've done is stuff the run and make Wilson throw, which you think would be a recipe for disaster knowing how Russ plays. But but doubling DK. Oh, yeah. Doubling Metcalf. Have to. He's out. He's gone. He still put up 100 plus yards and he still put up a touch. As, but if you keep him out the end zone for them two to three that he was getting the game, if you limit him, where's Wilson going to go? Lock it. If you, if you run up, lock it ain't what he used to be. He's doing the Doug Baldwin impersonation of as soon as he hits 30. just. I mean, it happens to most of the receivers. Once you hit north of 30, you, you decline. It's, it's just how it is. Unless you're Julio because nah, that man Julio is Julio still. Julio is always hurt. Julio is one of the freaks that he's always hurt when he plays. And the thing with him is he has a 1A in Calvin Ridley on the other side. So you can't really double Julio. Because if you do, Calvin going to destroy you. That's what was happening the, the first couple of games. They were doubling Julio, and Calvin was in 130 yards a game. Which isn't very, very nice on any day. Because your guys' offense has been no joke this year. It's just any semblance of a defense would be nice and welcome at this point. Well, since you led into that, let's talk about that Atlanta-Denver game, which I was sweating until them clocks hit zero because we're about to blow a 17-point lead again. In the fourth quarter, no less. I was like, I saw the score as I was watching the other games, and I was like, you know what? Tony's sweating. points again, I think for the fourth time in the fourth quarter. 21 points. To Drew Locke. That is ridiculous. We have, look. Our defense is good for two and a half quarters. And then all of a sudden, they forget what they were doing. I don't know why. It doesn't seem to matter the coordinator at this point. It just, that defense, that's their identity. Now, like I said, our linebacker play is freaking outstanding. Okoye, got his name. And and my man, 45, solid, solid, strong. Our line play. We didn't have Dante Fowler. We didn't have Marlon Davidson, which I don't know why. Tack McKinley, who said, oh, they didn't trade me, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something, Tack. He got nobody cut. Offered, <laughs> nobody offered a second-round pick for you last year. Nobody. nobody. Nobody's going to offer a second-round pick for a defensive end who cannot stay healthy and has mental issues. That's not how it happened. Nobody offered a fifth and a sixth for you this year because, one, you were hurt at the trade deadline. And you know what the rules say? You can't trade an injured player. So that trade wasn't out there. So I don't know why you wanted to fool people and say, yeah, they, they turned out a trade. Can't nobody trade for an injured player, my man. That's how the NFL works. So guess what? Now you're still injured. So you got cut. So guess what? Until you can pass a physical, you don't make a squad. And since you got on Twitter with them little busy fingers, mm. no team is really going to want to deal with you. So you might not play this year unless you go to the Jets or the Giants. The, and even they might not watch it. Nah. But, like, the thing is, 
Twitter can literally single-handedly destroy your whole career if you got those busy fingers. Like, the best thing you can do is just stay off social media. Your career is, like, leagues better. Prime example. Antonio Brown got on Twitter and destroyed his career. Because he was doing good in Oakland and then didn't even play a game for him because he just got... Here we go. Start Twitter. And, and then Belichick saw what he was doing, and he was like, you can produce, but, dude, your yeah. social media platform's nuts. We can put up with Cam Newton's media circus, but you, and nah. You need to understand, you still on your rookie contract. We already declined your fifth-year option, which means you weren't coming back. So if we were going to trade you, we would have traded you last year. Oh, yeah. So we were hoping that, you know, people don't understand, when you decline that fifth-year option and you plan on your last year, this is your audition period. For Does new teams afterwards. You need, oh, yeah, I got 17 and a half sacks. Okay. But you ain't on the field. Your groin has been hurt for two years. And once you injured, you injured. Behind you, and you always hurt. That's not how defensive end is going to make it in the NFL. They're no. about the Falcons because I can rant about that dumbass all day. Sound like you got some things to say, NFL expert for the Atlanta Falcons, Tony, on the case. Do you want to take on back to the top, though? The Who you want to talk about? Who's the, who's the next? Oh, the next game that I think I should have lost? Hmm. I'm thinking Detroit should have beat Minnesota. They had no business letting Cook do what he did again. He the NFL rushing Yards title already. He took it from from your boy. In one less game. He has only played seven games. Derrick Henry's played eight. And Dalvin's like, y'all forgot this is what I do. He single-handedly manhandled Detroit. And then add on to the fact that Stafford is now concussed and might mix, mix the next game. But yeah, I should... Detroit should have won that game, but Dalvin remembered that he was a number one back for a reason. Made Thielen's life yeah, easy as hell. A lot easier. A lot easier. That's what you need. If Thielen's going to produce, you need Dalvin to produce. And Justin Jefferson is producing solidly as the receiver oh, at him. LSU. He's doing good. Watch him. He might He might turn into a solid second string. He might start into a, a solid number two. And a solid number two will still have a great career. I mean... You get less attention, but you're still going to put up some numbers. Yeah, because... If he gets a better quarterback... You still got Cousins for two more years. Cousin ain't it. Cousin ain't it. But the good thing about him, he's young. So, yeah. he can he can get up to speed in the NFL, learn all the plays he has to do, hopefully get a better quarterback situation for him, and he might take off. He might turn into a top-ten receiver because he has the skill set. So, to talk about your boy, you like that? <laughs> There's a wry smile over there. There's a Kirk Cousins for you. His worst I, rant. I like. Period. No, like. I, I don't, nah, I like that rant. He because he was so hyped. Those are the kind of rants that when you're feeling it, you just say what's ever on your mind. And at that point, everybody was just doubting him. They were down on him. They were just talking shit about this man. And then he just started playing lights out. And you know what came to his mind? So you like that, huh? You like that? And that's let him know. Yeah, I can do this. He had one and a half good years. And then it got him paid. But, but that one and a half solid year that he had was deserved. He hmm. did what he had to do. Get his paper, guarantee you know, money. You got to look. In the history of the field, the people that produce the most are usually in their last year of their contract. Weird how that works. It's like people want to get paid or something. They want to get paid, which I'm not I'm not against players making their money. The owners making their money. Oh, everybody needs to make their money. The rookies need better contracts. They need more pay nah, for nah, out the gate. Nah, I I don't think they need a four year scale. Give them a three year scale for rookies. Oh yeah, because the so NBA does that. You can base, NBA is basically two years on, and then after that, the team has the option to to extend you two years from there. Those rookie contracts, like when uh, Jamarcus Russell was and then was coming to the league, he was making more than some of the starting quarterbacks in the league, and he didn't do nothing. Because he told Oakland to pay him because he knew his lazy ass wasn't going to do shit. He just gained 40 pounds and then throw I, six I like, picks a game. I like the rookie scale. Hey, you're the number one overall pick. This is your max contract. This is all you can get. But let's scale it back from four years to three. Because with all rookies, by year two or three, you know if they're going to be good or not. 
Usually, yeah. You get a pretty good feel out. Some quarterbacks explode late, but more often than not, as you were saying, that's the first two years you'll know. You throw out there in year one. Oh, yeah. They have those great years, and they come back in year two, and they don't. It's because that first year, you're taking the league by storm. That second year is when now teams are prepared for you, and your third year shows if you can make that adjustment. Because Peyton Manning was another one of weird ones. Baker Mayfield. He didn't take the league by storm his first year. His stats oh, were no, meh. He, he, he was solid. He was solid. He, he wasn't elite. He was solid. He was a decent quarterback. Which in Cleveland, they will worship you forever. <laughs> you got to look at the 82 quarterbacks they've had in their history. He was better than what they had in the past. Oh, yeah. Period. Because Derek Andrews, Anderson was the last quarterback I can remember them actually getting into the playoffs. And he was not good. Talk about him. We'll talk about him. So, and in the year two of him, what happened? Okay, he, he dropped a little. He didn't drop a lot. So they're like, okay, he dropped, which we expect. Let's see him year three. And then he dropped again. Now, now. And like you said with Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning's first year was by far one of the worst ever for any quarterback in the history of the league. Oh, yeah. But year two came around, he made an improvement. And year three came around, Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah. And then from there, it showed the rest. And then from there, it was Hall of Fame career. Oh, yeah. So I say take it from four, take it to three, still keep the same scale. Because by year three, they're either going to outplay that contract or they're going to underplay that contract. Oh, yeah. It's only, that's the only two ways they can go. Because Mean Trubisky just played himself out of Chicago. And it's not even like Foles is doing great either. But while we're talking about the Bears, they lost again to the Titans. Well, I, sh- I, mean, I need to stay away from that team. I have not accurately picked the Bears since like I, week two of this year. I, I should I, I should stay away. Them. I picked them to win twice and they won both times. <laughs> the Bears and me apparently don't get along, folks. The Lions and Bears. There ain't no Tigers, so I can't complete that whole little catchphrase with Wizard Ross. You got Cincinnati, the Bengals, the Tigers. Yeah. Burrow's your boy. He's your baby boy. Your six Burrow. pounds, twelve ounce baby boy, Joe Burrow. And then the Jaguars lost to the Texans. They had no business winning that game. You stuck me with them. Deshaun Watson's better than Jake Luton. He played good, but Deshaun Watson's better. Everybody on Jacksonville's team. And the thing is, J.J. Watt is still saying he basically wants to play for a contender. So they're saying more or less next year or this upcoming offseason, J.J. Watt, a beloved member of that Houston squad, will be on the block. That's where he's going. He's not going to Atlanta. Don't start no, this with me. No, no. Where, where are you going? We're at least we're at least three years away. We're we're at the end of Matt Ryan's career. We're three years away from doing anything ever again. I don't expect shit from us for the for another coach and a half. It looks like the Patriots are at least three to five. So I mean, I'm right there with you, you. Let me let me let me see what I, let me tell you what I see happening with JJ. Where's brothers playing? Both his brothers are playing in Pittsburgh, who are known for being aggressive with trades. So that would add up. How do they have the capital would, for it, though? How would that family feel if you got three brothers, not only playing in the NFL, but playing on the same NFL team? Starting at the same exact time, because TJ and JJ together would just... Now, not taking nothing away from the linebackers Pittsburgh has now. But if you put JJ in that rotation, you don't have to worry about Big Ben carrying that offense and the offense carrying that team. Well, J.J. Watt next to Jason Hayward would be nuts. Be nasty. And then you have J.J. You have T.J. running right behind him. You don't have enough people to block that. You can put two tight ends on that side of the field. It's not gonna do shit. They're gonna get run over. No matter because J.J. and Hayward is gonna eat up any defenders you got, and just gonna leave the third Watt brother to feast on whatever coming out of that backfield. It's gonna be wide open for him. His sack numbers are gonna go up. But that's just me. If I was if I was J.J. I'd be like, look, I want to go to Pittsburgh. Talk to my agent. Make it happen. Let me play with my brother. Think about growing up in the backyard with your brothers. Your dream is to play in the NFL, right? Always. So y'all made it to the NFL. But now, ooh, let's play on the same team. I don't know who, how many people that made it to the NFL didn't want to play with their brothers. Dudes in Seattle, I can't remember the name. One had one arm. He had one hand. And then his brother played, and they got on the same team. Oh, who's his name? The Griffins. Yeah. Yeah. That's their dream to get 
And they did it. Just to get into the NFL is a dream, but now you're playing besides your brother? Especially, dude, you made it to the NFL with one hand. How talented are you? He deserved it. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like a we feel sorry for you pick. He played well when he played. They did get cut, and you got re-signed and got, like, come on now. Your defense is garbage. You ain't going to – you need the guy. Yeah. And then the Giants lost to the Washington Racists. Okay, gun play. I didn't want to flex when Sam was lucky because, you know, they like showing off their guns, but I got some too, though. Just a little bit. A little hidden behind the sweatshirt. Just just a little bit. They look bigger than they normally are. Pretzel muscles. <laughs> uh, my, they ain't marshmallow muscles. So <laughs> <laughs> and then I, the game that I watched most of the day was the Ravens and the Colts game. It wasn't a bad game. Um, the Colts made the Ravens look bad for the first half, but Lamar Jackson remembered who he was in that second half. I didn't even watch that game. Took back over. I was me. I was more in tune with the Miami-Arizona game because up to a time. <laughs> I thought it. You Tua skipped right over the Panthers and the Chiefs. The Panthers from your division almost took down Mahomes. You First saw time. that, right? With McCaffrey, Bridgewater not, was literally a field goal away. We're not going to talk about the atrocities that is was that game. They were a no, field goal away that had the distance just squeaked to, right. Trying to avoid that. Trying to avoid that game. But the Chiefs won, right? By three. It doesn't matter. It's a win. You don't see in the win column and say win and then by how many. It's a W, a L, or a T. Only three categories. I still hate the T's, though. I feel like the ties should just be banned. That's useless. Just useless. What you want to do? Keep playing like they're doing in college? Yeah. Keep playing until somebody wins. So what happens if you're playing on Monday, on Sunday? You play like four overtime. You got to come back and play on Thursday. <laughs> come on now. Play better in the first four quarters. Negative. Come on, son. <laughs> Get it together. But you were saying you want to talk about Tua time. Tua. Is it just me or do the Dolphins look like they're actually ready to go to the playoffs this year? Like last, literally last week, I said nah. And now after this what game, I, you're like, huh? What did I tell you about about Tua when he first got into the league? I said if his body is healed. He is a difference maker. He is. Oh yeah, because I mean the Dolphins are literally six and three right now. Now he's not putting up huge numbers. Herbert, Herbert Herbert's numbers, your boy, or Burrow numbers. But he's doing just enough to keep that defense off the field so that defense can get rest. Because their their main problem was I think they were leading the league in three and outs. And we already proved it. No matter how good your defense is, if once they're, they're tired, for two thirds of the game, they're no, they're not going to be stopping anybody. Oh no! You can put the all-star defense out there. If you keep them out there, out there for thirty-five minutes, by that fourth quarter, they're going to be exhausted. Oh yeah. So what do we do? Get a little run play, take the ball for ten minutes, kick a field goal. Oh, defense is rested. Defense come out, bam, three and out. Offense come back on the field. Oh. 10, 15, play drive. Defense gets more rested. Six, six minutes all off the field. Oh, we got a touchdown now. Defense come out, turnover. <laughs> they they hype. They watching their offense. Say, okay, we got to match that energy. Yeah, to a played great though. Like he didn't he didn't need to be a stat leader, but he he was a leader on the field because you can tell the difference. MVP lover, the level that we expect from quarterbacks, but it was the level that okay. We get him some help. This team is going to be dangerous because he don't have help down there. No, you you can't go to like you can't do like you go to Pittsburgh, or you go to Atlanta, or you go um uh who else am I missing? You talking about loaded offensive to, uh, teams? Or you go to um the Saints? You can't go to that and and match up all the skill positions on that offense. That's just not going to happen. But. Yeah. That defense is, I think it's underappreciated because it. They, I've watched some of their games and they've held some teams and then here they come. You can see them hand on the hip. They bend it over like, oh, fuck, we got to go back out there again. We just sat down. And they're tired. And that's how teams get away from them. But now with two back there, being the game manager, that's all they need them to be right now. Yeah, because the Dolphins are number one in fewest points allowed per game, which makes the Patriots win over them really? in week one. Like, what in the hell is going on? They two didn't play in that game, so we're not counting that. That wasn't yeah. two a time. That was not two a time, but, like, still. Not two a time. It's just one of those things where you're 
You can't say enough good things about the coaching staff down in Miami that maybe Belichick taught one of his coordinators, finally, how to coach in the NFL and win. And just a side note, yes, I know I'm a Georgia fan. Yes, I know Tua went to Alabama, but I am a sports fan. And I recognize his skill in college because they used to beat the shit out of well. They didn't beat beat the the shit shit they squeaked by. They only beat the shit I was like twice. All the other games were close, very close. So I recognize his skill and his leadership at Bama. So I knew whatever team got him in the NFL was if he was healed, they were gonna they was gonna get a steal. Oh yeah. It's just a matter of what injury player could have showed up. If he was if he was hundred percent healthy. You'd have been the number two overall pick. I no, I think he might I think he might have been number one. I would have taken Burrow over him, but it would have been like you are splitting hairs at that point. Measurables between the two, either one. I think he might have been number one if he if he finished that year healthy, and Bama and LSU played, and Bama actually won that game. I think he might have been number one pick. It's a lot of ifs and a lot of wishes, but I can see where the argument's going for that. It it makes sense. How many times have teams played in college, and it's two quarterbacks that's on people's radar? And they take the quarterback to won that game. Not All the time. The best quarterback, but they took the quarterback to won that game. Because you remember Tua played Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray in college. And Tua yep. won. And just like in the NFL, again, Tua won. Kyler has a better squad, but Tua won. It wasn't close in college, though. It wasn't close in college. <laughs> that Bama squad put the mud hole in <laughs> Bama is known for doing that. Because, I mean, they're the number one. No parts of the SEC. Yeah. Bama is the new number one in the nation. Clemson oh, we went down. First, first of all, Clemson didn't lose. Oh, they lost. No, Trevor Lawrence did not play. Clemson did not lose. Because I'm telling you now, if Trevor Lawrence played against Notre Dame, that game would have had a total different outcome. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to sit here and tell me that Notre Dame actually is that good. No, Notre Dame is the new number two in the nation, but at the same time, you're going to be like, you didn't play their best player who was out because of, you know, coronavirus. If you you play him again and Trevor's there, he's dropping 50 on you just because. Because without Trevor, they still put up 40. Not a bad day. Because it went in a, what, double OT? Yeah, but that's the thing. Trevor's there. They don't need overtime. No. Trevor finishes it regular time, goes home, does what he does best. But that's just me. Now, Notre Dame's number two. Nothing I can do about that. Good. What happened with that Florida game, though? What happened there? First first of all, when you got a guy that has – when you lose people on defense. No, I'm not making an excuse for injuries, but a couple of defensive players was hurt. Our Our top wide receiver, who remember I said Georgia needs that wide receiver game to keep going. He didn't play. And, and then Kyle Pitts is Kyle Pitts. <laughs> and guess what happens? They load the box because now you got Stetson Bennett back there who just came off a four interception game. <laughs> <clears throat> I can and see your visible pain. He shook. Yeah. I don't, and then he got hurt. And I don't know why you put in uh, Juan Mathis. He showed you against Arkansas that he is not ready for the SEC unless JT Daniels ain't ready. But y'all could have ran the Wildcat all game long and had a better outcome than putting him back there because I don't think he completed but like two passes. Yikes! They That's literally bad game. four straight, four straight three and outs on passes that he did not complete. All the fun. Do that against a top tier team. I don't care who you're playing. Nah, Florida and Kyle Pitts are no joke. That tight end is something else. He's hurt too, though. He hurt now. Yeah. Well, we're getting back to the NFL. We're going to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. Giving me one of my four W's. <laughs> First of all, that should have been a loss, too. Oh, yeah. It should have been a loss, but... It should have been a loss. Incomplete pass. He, it was incomplete. I was sitting here with the, with the kids, and they was like, he caught that. Like, no. Nah. I said, no, he didn't. I saw it when it happened. I said, it ball hit the ground so hard. <laughs> it it <laughs> bounced right back into him, but it bounced hap- happening quick like, enough in real time to where he could have been like, ah, man. They're like, but they gave him a touchdown. I said, all scoring plays must be reviewed under the NFL rules, so watch Incompletion, yeah. Las Vegas gonna walk away. I thought I was like, God damn it, they took a win from me. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Chargers figured out how to choke. They're doing a choke job proper. They're doing better than we are right now, Choke. Thank you. Yeah. Take you wouldn't know that though, because they they don't got no fans. Ain't got nobody. Empty stands. Well, we're talking about empty stands, though. The Patriots have also said no more fans the rest of the year. We're done. We're not doing this. 
Did y'all even have fans coming to the game? Not a lot. I mean, most Patriot fans are fair weather because, you know, we've been, you know, kicking ass for the last 20-some years. And now trust me, the bandwagon is empty. Trust me, I know. Because every time I meet, I told you, every time I meet a Patriot fan, I ask them, who's Elvis? And they be like, the guy from Tennessee? Like, no, 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 no. Your quarterback, what's his last name? Elvis what? I don't know him. You my age. How you don't know that guy? You a Patriots fan? Come on, player. Mm. Come on now. I say, who did Brady replace? Drew Bledsoe. Patriots fans would know that. Real ones. they like, I don't remember. Because Bledsoe was a damn good quarterback, too. It's not like Bledsoe he replaced great. a scrub. Because Bledsoe still played good with the Cowboys, but then it was all, he got injured. Romo took over. That was it. His career was done. Let me tell you what happened. I dropped all my shit because this annoys me. Hold on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've lost Tony due to a pretzel injury. Yep, I dropped the pretzel. I need my, my food account. I was in a drugstore yesterday. I'm not going to say it because we're not, you know, they're not giving me money to say their name. No, nah, we ain't sponsored yet, but we looking. And so I see a Saints fan. What do you think happens? You talk shit immediately. Well, of course. And he was like 6'4". I'm like, I don't care about your son. I got a knife. <laughs> I'm stabbing your kneecap. Over and football? Like, hey, y'all having a good... I, fuck yeah. If you get in my face. I ain't going to jail for football. Some of them, some of them, some of them can be idiots. It just depends. Like, he was a cool dude. He's from New Orleans. New Orleans. But uh, I was like, man, y'all having a good year, but we'll be back, like, in two years. He <laughs> started laughing. I said, let me tell you what the problem is. I was like, oh, shit. First of all, no Saints fan can tell me what the problem with my team is. Stick to your team. Guess what he said the problem is? Matt Ryan. Yep. I looked at him like, you do know... His numbers are damn near better than than Breeze right now, right? Because right now they are better, You're, for sure. Yeah, you, not career wise, our, but right now our, D, our defense is thirtieth right now. We were thirty second. You do understand that, right? I don't know any quarterback that plays safety. When you find that quarterback to play safety, that's not Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so how is he? Man, those are just stats. Why okay, then what are we going to go by? If we're not going by stats, what are we going to go by? Because you can't say it's garbage stats because we've been in every game. It's it's no garbage time. No, because literally you guys somehow make it a art form to show how other teams can get involved in the fourth quarter. Right. So how how is it how is he padding his stats when we when we lead it? <laughs> you don't make sense right now. So yeah, that that's what I had to deal with. <laughs> and then like the people in the drugstore were laughing because you know me. I like throwing his side jabs, and I was like, I kept it professional, though. Cool guy. He, I gave him a number, so, you know, if you want to talk trash, you can. Grony geeks, you cannot take Tony anywhere. You cannot. He starts talking. He's got things to say. If I see a rival, Tampa, Carolina, okay, whatever, but the Saints, if I see one of the rivals, or the 49ers, they're rival, too. A lot of people don't remember that. They're rival. Then we're going to talk. And depending on how the conversation goes, depending on if I'm going to stay on the right side or I'm going to jump to the left side. Left side you might not like because that's the ridiculous side. I can talk to you stats all day long. Because, like, you're the one member of the group that you see you start walking away and you know exactly what he's going to do. You want to grab by the back of the call and be like, hey, yeah, hey, 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 hey bud, back. come on. We're going this way. It ain't hey, worth hey, it. Hey, <laughs> Get back over here. Don't it's like, go there. Not now, player. Simmer down. You My good. My friends have done that to me before. I'll be like, ooh, what's that over there? Like, shiny. And I'll <laughs> like, get him. <laughs> it's like, before something happens. <laughs> All right, back to football. Sorry. Well, we're talking about crazy things that almost happened. What the hell? The Steelers almost cost me one. Hey. It took them till the very end of the fourth the, quarter to beat the lowly Cowboys. Dallas. They almost lost. First of all, I'm going to say the refs might have had a hand in that. I don't like blaming the refs, but. There were a couple ticky-tack calls that Pittsburgh got. Ticky-tack. There was a couple BS calls in there that they wouldn't have called on other teams. Because even, I think Romo was starting to question some of the calls. He was like, eh, I don't, I don't see it. But but he said it as professionally as you can. He's like, hey, I don't see it personally, but I'm not he the ref. <laughs> He's on the contract, but it was some BS calls out there, refs. Well, because Romo's got that big boy contract. He's making money. In that booth. Um, look, people can harp on Romo and his Dallas playing career. First of all, his playing career was not bad. No, he was just always injured. He was very, he was very the, soft. And I'm and I'm sticking by this. He was one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks. 
Regular season. That's fair. Period. When he was healthy. There's a lot of asterisks there, but yeah. But you get him to the playoffs. He fell apart. That That's Seattle game ball. immediately comes to mind. Literally, he had a, uh, all he had to do was hold it. All he had to do was hold the ball. And then Bulwer came and chased his ass down. <laughs> Tripped him up. I would run, too. That's the only thing you could have done. There was nothing left. Yeah, yeah, that's a big man. I wouldn't have stood a chance. Shoot. But I, I, wouldn't, I won't forget that one game where he set the Cowboys records for touchdowns in the game and interceptions. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was like, fourth quarter, he threw like five interceptions. I'm like, really, Romo? Really? Romo's going to Romo. This, it's it's just what he did. But uh, good for getting. consistent. He would have. They would have got a title. He would ever stayed consistent. They had at least two titles. They could have got. Oh yeah, but uh, Gabbert um, played great filling in against yep. that Pittsburgh defense. Because I mean, your first NFL start is against that defense, the undefeated defense, and you are manhandling. And he was. And he didn't play bad at all. It's just defense gave up on him. And then Vander Ersch looks like he's going to be in trouble. I guess he was mouthing some racial profanities, and he was caught on a hot mic dropping some. Uh, Non-professional words, folks. I think that came from the play where I forget who he had tackled. He grabbed under his face mask and pulled it. That's when he got that 15-yard because they thought he swung, but he didn't. He did one of those to get the hand off. But when he did it, the guy had pulled his hand down, so it looked like he swung on it. Good acting, good acting is good acting, but, like, like yeah, yeah, you shouldn't yeah, be mouthing – Things at all in the NFL anymore. Everything is a hot mic. You don't know who's mic'd up and who's not. That's where his teammates need to check. If your teammate doing that, you need to check your teammate. Don't let him think it's right. No, it's unacceptable in any form at all, let alone on a national media level. And you're the leader of that defense, and you'd be doing that. I'll tell you now, when me and my friends go out, they know I have certain feelings about certain words. They try to respect my feelings. Me being myself, when they let it slip, I'm like, hey, don't do that. It's not acceptable not do that. at all. Let's, do, let's not do that right now. You can do that when I'm not around. Let's not do that. And you know what? They're my friends. They'll be like, yep, they'll apologize. My bad. I didn't. I got you. But those are friends. You got to do your teammates the same way. Yeah, you got to check them. You got to make sure everyone's held up to the same damn standard. Because if your friends are slipping, they're going to drag you down, folks. Stay with your good people. Stay with your grown geeks on Facebook. We got oh, you. Brent, can you tell me what my overall record is? Your oh, once we we'll get two more games recapped, and then we'll give you your overall record. I I you ain't gonna get that moment right there. What happened to the Bucks? My God, the Saints. We were in the middle of a podcast, and you kept holding up the damn scoreboard for that game. Look, can we say now? That Tom Brady's kryptonite is Drew Brees. Did you see the meme of Drew Brees holding his kid and they photoshopped Tom Brady's head on that baby? Yes. It was so funny. <laughs> Can we point out the stat that Tom Brady has never been swept by a divisional opponent in 20 years until he came down here? It took Drew Brees to do it, though. It's like, and he's a top five quarterback all time. It's not like he got beaten up by scrubs. Hey, I'm, you know what? We got him two times. It might happen again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't even say that loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a good try, but no, no. let's not get carried away. Nah. The Bucks will be like, all right, we had a bad game. Let's go to Tampa. Let's go to not Tampa. Let's go to Atlanta. Put some foot in some butt. We don't play them next. We're on the bye week, and then we got the Saints. And then we got Las Vegas. No, we got them, the Saints, and Las Vegas. Good luck with that. Now that look. It's too long to right now. And then the Patriots decided to make it the least competitive game of football I've ever seen. That, that was, was another win for me, too. That should have been my win. But Flacco going to do his, hey, let me just throw an interception when I got a tight end going across the middle, wide open for 20 yards. Let me throw an interception. It's Flacco. What do you want from me? He's a gunslinger without the talent. He does have more passing yards all time than Joe Montana. We're not talking about that because of the league and the new rules. No. It's a passing league now. Back when Montana played, I'm coming to take your head off. No flags coming out. Now if I touch you on your shoulder pad, 15 yards. Come on, player. Yeah, just don't, just don't touch my shoulder pad. pad. Keep it clean. Like but you want your record going into our prediction bracket? Let me hit. Let me hit. You are the first 
Gag on these balls. 70 game winner. 70 wins and 44 losses. You are 26 games over 500. You are not choking this. I got a question. Answer. Just last week, just last week, one out of the first 60 game winner? Yep. You got 10 more wins right there. I won 10 games this week. I am comfortably eight games under 500. I'm in the basement, folks. I am in the basement. 17 games back. There's no chance of life. What's your record? I want to write that down too, so I can look at it until you pass me. Eventually. 53, 61, and 1. I'm eight games under 500. But let's get to this prediction part of the show. Rolling, we got 20 minutes. You start off. See what you got, NFL czar. All right, let's go Green Bay, Jacksonville. Give me the Packers. The Packers over the Jags. And then while we're going to start throwing out some easy money. I need to win. I need to guarantee that you don't go 8-0 in them getting it. I'm taking the Steelers over the Bengals. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, the rest, rest of the matchups are fairly competitive for the most part. They are. Like, like you can go, go either way. way. I'm going to take Baltimore over New England. Oh, I knew I was going to get stuck with the Pats. But that's uh, your team. Yeah, well, well, it's been rough. It's been rough. I'm going to take Tua time over Herbert. The Dolphins are not going to choke. You went against your boy? I love Herbert. I love the way he's playing. I don't love the way his team's playing. Fire Anthony Lynn. He has proven with two different quarterbacks now he can't coach in this league. Yeah. We don't have enough uh, African-American coaches in the league or just coaches of color in general as head coaches, but Lynn's not getting it done. Put him back at a coordinator level. Let me see what shenanigans. Let me get Las Vegas over Denver. Las Vegas Raiders over the. I don't think I've picked them yet. I'm trying to leave you some easy games if you haven't noticed. None of the games are all that easy, though. Okay. I'm going to take Minnesota over Chicago. They have done me dirty two weeks in a row. I'm just going to see if I can ride the hot streak at this point. I mean, those are the two teams that just hate you, so let's, they're going to end up in a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, somewhere, just. Oh, come on. Well, since you didn't want to take the duck that I left out there, I'm going to go ahead and take it. Go for it. New Orleans over San Francisco. All right. I have to root for them. And then I'm going to take the Georgia Lions over the Washington Races. So that'd be the Detroit Lions, for those of you who are not familiar. You're taking Detroit without Matthew Stafford. Oh, yeah. Alex Smith does not look... As good as he used to. It's still a feel-good story. I'm happy he's playing, but he's not playing to come back player of the year that I was hoping. They just need 10 points. Maybe. Who's the quarterback in Detroit? It's going to be a long while before we get to that, so hit me with your next pick. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Let me take – oh, these are old. Yeah, these are all busters. (laughs) Good luck. Is there – there's no Thursday night game, is it? Uh, the Thursday night game – next week there is one, yes. Wait. The next Thursday night game is Arizona, that. the bobblehead, versus Russell Wilson. Hmm. And you still, you, know have the, you still have the Colts over the Titans for this Thursday's game. I, I just want that on the docket. Oh, wait, let me put that down. Wait, no, you got, you got, got, you got Tennessee over the Colts. I Sorry, Tennessee. I have the Colts. My bad. I'm not trying to flip flop here. It, I mean, you're trying to cheat a cheat a win. I no, mean, no, no. The Patriots do no. anyway, so. No, there's no underinflated footballs here. We're good. All right, let me. Oh, shit. These are all solid games. Yep. They can go either way. Give me Tampa Bay over Carolina. Ooh, you are going to root for your boy, Thomas Brady, the greatest me, quarterback gonna, of all time. I'm going to see if he can. No, boy, I'll stop that. <laughs> Just cut it out. Just cut it up. You can see the hurt he, on your face right now. I will say though, that if he busts out another title, yeah, I'll give him that. He get, that's that's his by itself. Writing that down Tampa, right if now. If you get one in Tampa, then because I still think it's part coaching and player. 
You've right seen how Belichick player, is coaching right now, right? That's what I'm saying. The player is doing better than the coach. So if he busts one out now, if he even get to the NFC Championship game. You might I have might to give it to him. I might have to swing it. Depends on how he plays, right? Yeah. Okay. That's right. He's had some horrible-ass games. I am going to go the Seattle Seahawks Which over like, okay. the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh, see, I was looking at that, and I just don't know. Wilson versus Donald. I mean, it look they own the Rams. It's Aaron Donald versus Russell Wilson and Metcalf. But it's still the Rams offense versus the Seattle whatever they putting onto the field because Jamal Adams is better than Jared Goff. That's true. You're but not going to shy away from your boy now. You picked him as your defensive player of the year. Not just going to hop of off. Of course not. <laughs> but he, I, I don't know how his mind is. All right. Uh, shit. Now you. I'm going to take Buffalo over Arizona. You're going to stick me with the bobblehead. He played great last week. Also, he's on pace for the be the third quarterback in NFL history with over 1,000 rushing yards, oh, really? joining Mike Vick and Lamar Jackson. So that would be – Buffalo can do what they did last week against Seattle. Will Buffalo own the NFC West? Stay tuned. Josh Allen might go back into the MVP category. Eh. I am going to take Fly Eagles Fly hey, you know over the New York Giants. Give me, every time you give me the G-Man, they, they either win or they lose by like a point. I mean, I'll take that. You're welcome, Yeti Roberto. It's my first time not picking them there, Sasquatch man. But yeah. You got two games left on the docket. Who Houston do you got? Or Arizona and Seattle. I kind of want to go. You know what? I'm going to leave you that one. I'm going to go Seattle over Arizona. You. Thursday wow. Game. You're going Arizona. Wait, no, you said Seattle over Arizona? Yeah, I'm taking I'm Seattle. Okay, so I can't. I have the you Cardinals twice. twice. Wow. Twice. And then for the mop up game, Which, I'm, I'm, I mean, Cleveland I is going to get it done. Chubb is back, folks. He's back and healthy this week. Chubb and Hunt, one-two punch. That's all they need. Punish the Houston somebodies. Yeah, but if they got nobody back if Baker Mayfield, any on the COVID list, dude? Any off? Any banned from this game? I don't remember. I think he got COVID. But still, Chubb and Hunt, one-two punch. You'll be fine. I'm, you're throwing the ball to Jarvis Landry, Njoku, and Hop Hooper. Austin Hooper. Yeah, um, and the Falcon that we let go. That everybody like, oh, you should have let him go. But he ain't uh, doing that much. Hunt is, you know, our boy down here. Hurst is doing way better this year. Also, like, Grony Geeks, I want to admit something on air. While uh, we have the NFL czar with us. My current NFL MVP, number one in my updated rankings for NFL Week 10, Tony may be right. It could be Patrick Mahomey. I have him, Rodgers, and Russ as my top three right now. Russell's thrown too many picks the last couple weeks to keep number one spot. He's got to drop. He has to drop. Derrick Henry's at four and Roethlisberger's at five, but still. Josh Allen, an honorable mention. Oh, yeah. Allen's up there. He's an honorable mention. Cook's an honorable mention as well. The running backs aren't going to win it this year, but still. Call it what it is. Mahomey still played great, although he barely squeaked by a W. It's It's no fault of his own. His defense did not play well. First of all, how many Super Bowls did y'all barely win by three points or less? All of them. Oh, so there you go. So it's a barely win, though, right? I still win. I did. They so saved them all. Stop, stop harping on that he barely, barely beat a competitive Carolina team with Christian McCaffrey back. Well, we are at the 48-minute mark. I have about five minutes left before I got to skedaddle on to work because, you know, I got to pay bills. I got things to do. You can pay my bills. I ain't paying your bills. All right. I ain't your sugar daddy. I ain't about that life. Damn, I, I'm making good money, but I'm not making that kind of money. You're too young, anyway. Too young and too pretty, folks. Too young and too pretty. Mm-hmm. But I'll never do that again. 
<laughs> I don't give a shit. It is what it is. Any final comments for Gerg on these balls? This will be episode 19, episode 20. I have a surprise for you folks. Stay uh, tuned on that. Tony doesn't even know yet. I'm going to tell him like when we're done. I don't need to know. I want to be a surprise too. Okay. All right. I like surprises. Surprises abound. My final thought. Hey, Tech, get your mind right, dude. Learn, learn how you need to act as a professional football player. What you're doing right now is not it. You got talent, but you in your mind not right. Stick, get your head in the game. Find you one of these old heads. Follow behind them. Don't go to a rebuilding team. You need to find you a vet team with some ends and some defensive players that's going to take you under their wings and help and groom you for your future success. In the all season, go to some of these camps that straight hand and then them or you and you are all have. Go to some of those camps. Talk to them. Learn how the game goes. Stay off of damn Twitter. That's it. That, you know, that was such a strong point that more or less, I feel like whoever wins the week should be able to get at least a five-minute segment where they can just go off whatever they want to go off on. We do that anyway. That's true. We don't really need a segment for that. That's a whole damn show, folks. But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have any major final thoughts other than thank you, Patriots, for not losing to the Jets. But, I mean, if you lost, just tank for Trevor. Because you you're went from the losing, seventh pick to the thirteenth. Nine games. You're not. There's no. You can't lose nine games now. You can't. One can hope. Get a high enough first round pick. Trade well, Gilmore to that team, and then you we get Trevor. Lose Ten games, but you got to play the Jets again. So that's you already own the tiebreaker over them. So yeah, gotta love that. But uh, Grown A Geeks, thank you for checking out Gerg on these balls. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, bottom left QR code under Tony. Check out the Facebook group, bottom right under me. And then under both of us is the anchor.fm slash Grown Geeks, where you can listen to us on your preferred streaming service, such as Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and where I listen to us on Spotify. Grown A Geeks, thank you for checking out Gag on These Balls, episode number 19. With that, we are going to try and transition if my computer will not freeze on me. Oh, it froze. We are living our best life, folks. The screen is still picking us up, though, so gotta love that. With that. One more time for the females, I know they're looking. Look at that. Now, we are going to transition out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my poor laptop come on baby finish recording <laughs>